Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Living Fearless Devotional. I'm Hedia, and this is Andy, and we're the Falcos. <laughs> Coming to you from resurrectministry.com, where you can find all of our content if you visit us on the site, and you could drop us a line, send us your comments, and partner with us if you'd like to donate an amount for, uh, for any amount. It'd be much appreciated. Yes. Where have you been, Hedia? I was nursing my, my broken husband. Oh, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we've had a, the, a, quite the attack uh, on our on our family. You and your back, as we know, that's been going on for some time. Then I tore a tendon in my leg, which is killing me today. So if you see tears rolling down my eyes, it's not. Well, well, I'll blame it on something that I'm reading. But man, okay. the leg is, is a little bit achy today, Schnooks. I'm sorry. And then last night, my son playing uh, a uh, VR game um, hit a lamp and cut his finger. He needed five stitches in his in his hand. Took him to the emergency room. So yeah, was bad. I don't know what's going on, peeps, but uh, we definitely need prayer to uh, to stop all these injuries. It's, it's pretty bad when I walk in the emergency room and they say, "Hi, Andy." <laughs> <laughs> What, what do you got for us today? Oh, no. They thought I was one of the doctors. I've been there so much. Oh, boy. <laughs> Except for I'm wearing one of those gowns that has the open back. Right. And they immediately go, oh, okay. Yeah, with your rear end hanging out <laughs> on display. <laughs> what else we had going on? Oh, we had our home church on Sunday. It's been a long time since we've been on. We came out on Monday, and then that's it. We haven't been on since Oh, Monday. that's right. We did our first one of the, yes. uh, the new um, morning by morning. Um, wow, I just feel like there's been so much going on. A lot of time in the hospital. Yes. A lot of time in the hospital. <laughs> um, the, uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Sorry, I just left me for a second. But we've received some very nice messages uh, from yes. people asking if we're okay. We are okay. Uh, nothing happened really seriously. Just mm -hmm. it was hard. I mean, just because of waking up early, going to the And the kids room. are back after a month. And the kids have been back after a month. So we've had all that all at the same time. All this has been happening all at once. So. Uh, but we do appreciate the messages, text messages, emails, uh, messenger messages, people asking if we're okay. And uh, we are. It's just we just not there's not been a second. And also all broadcast. the wonderful, kind thank yous we got from people for that were able to join us on Sunday. On our home at our home church. Home church. Yeah, it was so, so nice. Thank you, everyone. If you're any of you that are watching, Jim and Sylvia sent us a beautiful card. And we just got messages. Lisa sent us a message. Uh, Lisa and Ron sent a message. Cassandra, everyone. It's just been really, really sweet. So thank you. Yeah. What about your cooking? Oh, I think it was the fellowship, Mariama. <laughs> it just, everybody was just amazing. Yes, it was awesome. All right. So we're reading from um, Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. And we are, uh, this is our second time reading it. Yeah. Um, and it's for July 22nd. The reference is Jeremiah 314. And he has a portion of it here that says, I am your husband. There it is. I am your husband. Yes. <laughs> That's biblical. Biblical. <laughs> By the way, Charles Spurgeon says, oh man, I did it again. Christ Jesus is joined to his people through the bond of marriage. In love, his church was promised as a virgin to him long before she fell under the yoke of slavery. Yikes. Filled with intense affection, he worked just as Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, 
and paid the full price for her. Now having sought her by his spirit and having brought her, her to a place of knowing and loving him, he awaits the glorious moment when their mutual happiness will be consummated at the wedding supper of the Lamb. The promised bride has not yet presented, has not yet been presented. That's us, folks. Complete and perfected. The glorious bridegroom before the majesty in heaven. She has not yet actually entered into the enjoyment of her privileges and honors as his wife and queen, for she is still a wanderer in a world of woe. One who still lives among the mm. tents of Kedar. Yet even now she is the bride. Yet even now she is the bride, the spouse of Jesus, dear to his heart, precious in his sight, engraved on the palms of his hands, and one with his person. On earth he extends to her all the appropriate affection as her husband, richly providing for her needs, paying all her debts, allowing her to assume his name, and sharing all his wealth, and never will he act in another way toward her. Mm. The word divorce, he will never mention. For he has said, I hate divorce. And although death serves the marital bond here on earth between even the most loving mortals, nothing can divide the bonds of the immortal marriage. In heaven, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. There is one marvelous exception to the rule. However, for in heaven, Christ and his church will celebrate their joyous wedding. Earthly marriage is the closest example we have of this kind of love. But our heavenly marriage will be everlasting. No matter how pure and intense the love in an earthly husband, it is but a faint picture of the flame that burns in the heart of Jesus. Surpassing any human union is the miraculous unity that the church has with Christ, who left his father in heaven to become one flesh with her. So think about this visual that he paints. It's so beautiful. Like she, she knows she's a bride. She's betrothed. So she's promised mm -hmm. to this glorious man, but she's still wandering in the desert. So like in a tent in the wilderness, she's still subject to the world. And then there's this wonderfully perfect man that's pining over her. You know, he pays all of her debts, makes sure she has everything she needs. He's given his name. He shared his wealth. Like that he's like as if he's off at war or something and he's looking down at her with all of this amazing, beautiful love. And she kind of feels it, but kind of doesn't. She's still wandering and she's still being attacked by the world. It's that knight in shining armor that little girls dream of. Yeah. From the fairy tales. Yes. It is so beautiful. What a sweet story. What a sweet way of describing it. Hmm. This must be a little bit harder for you as a man. It is. <laughs> One of those things in the book that I'm reading that's uh, Disciplines of a Godly Man, and even an article that I read for uh, another podcast that I do called Fearless, uh, Fearless, man. The Fearless Man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was starting to put the godly, Fearless Godly Man in there, the Fearless Man. And that is that one of the things that they think causes men problems of being in the church is the little bit of the bride, the bride and the, the songs that are a little bit on that line of, you know, a sweetness of love, you know, to them in, in the story that's being sung in those stories. But sometimes manly men go, well, I'm not sure if I feel comfortable. And how does it, how does it uh, advise to deal with that? 
it just uh, it's to, it's for churches to understand that that's a that's a thing, uh-huh. and that to you know see if you can't play songs that you know don't speak so much of that oh. in that way. So it's not that a man has to think about it a certain way no. to appreciate it. No, but that's kind of, I mean, as I was reading through that as a research for that podcast and for just for my own you know, relationship with God, just I try to understand it better is that that's where I, I had this idea that I spoke of on Sunday at our home church is uh, that you, as men, we got to understand. That's to relate know, to it. We got to, we got to, we got to understand how much now let's look at the, the manliest man on the planet that there is, which is ever was. And that's Jesus. Jesus is, was spectacularly manly, right? He didn't have any fears, right? He went against the devil. He went against, you know, Pharisees. He went against Romans. He went against, you know, it didn't, didn't even bat an eye. He, yep. He's the one so guy you is the most courageous man with the softest, kindest heart that you can possibly have. And so it, on Sunday, I just said, just, just first, you have to understand how much he loved the church, which is us. And think about that he died for us. And that is an unfathomable love that it's really hard to, for men to understand. But that is the love that he had. And so we must recognize that love. We must feel that love. We must understand that that's a, a masculine, manly kind of love. I remember the image of a father is easier yep. than a bride, being a bride. Yep. But it's like imagining the perfect father. Yep. But then if we are to love our wives as Jesus loved the church, we have to kind of understand that because I think the that's male, the one thing that then. I think that's one thing that we've, we hear that, that part of scripture and think, Oh yeah, I can love, I can love my wife. like Jesus loved the church. Oh, but do you really, <laughs> would you be tortured for her? Right? Would you be hung on a cross for her? Would you be spit on? Would you be laughed at? Would you mm. be ridiculed? I mean, just think about it. Like, really, would you do that? And my, my answer is yes, I, I definitely. But I don't know that I ever really understand or understood it before yeah. and truly felt it in my heart as I do now. And that just it, it brings it into this different context when you are thinking about this particular part of scripture that the devotional is talking about, is that I, it doesn't look as feminine as I might have looked at it in, oh, in my past. Nice. That, I, that I understand it completely now. And that, that, that comes also from reading these devotionals on a daily basis, being in the word on a daily basis, praying every day with you and, and holding hands and, and talking through some of these things that my understanding and feelings about it doesn't come to this place where I'm at now without all of that. That's beautiful. You're kind of do both. Let's see who's talking to us right now. Robert Block. Welcome back. Yes. Yeah. Sorry about that, Robert. Yeah. Got your message. I think hopefully you got my reply, but uh, yeah, been a, been a, a weird couple days, very difficult <laughs> days. And Kyle says, "Hi, Kyle, my, my spiritual peeps. Good to see you again. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Thank you for joining us." Yes, Jan says, "I'm sorry, you guys. It's such a hard week. Praying God's protection over you and complete healing for your back, Hedia, and your leg, Andy. <laughs> I'm glad Kelly is okay. Thank you, Jan. <laughs> Wacky when you put it all in one little right comment like and that. I, and I tell you, it's uh." And that's how you know it's kind of whether it's God letting the devil challenge us or not, or it's just the devil doing it on his own accord with God's permission. But it is, there's, there are pokes. 
You know what I mean? They're not, thank God, they're not absolutely devastating. They're just like needling, you know? And it's, uh, and we expected it. Yep. We expected it because people We talked said, about it. We yeah. Said, you know, we don't know what's going to come. We don't know what's going to come at us, but. Like none of this happened when I had a single story house. My leg injured. <laughs> right. I went to 15 years in a single story house, never had a leg problem or a back problem. Like we're, we're in a two story home and I have to go up and down these sneaking stairs all the time. And now he gives me this. It's so funny. But I, I really, as I think about it, and I shared this with Pastor uh, Chris Ward uh, during uh, Angels and Demons class we were in the other day and just talked about, you know, having home church and what happened with my leg in the middle of my talk, how the the fire of pain, you know, hit my right. leg. And he goes, he goes, yeah. And he goes, these kinds of things have happened to me during certain uh, talks that I've given. And, um, and as the week progressed, it's almost like the devil's trying to test us to say, you know, you, you had this wonderful thing on, on your house on Sunday and I'm going to see if what I can do to make you think again about holding another one. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> exactly and also i feel uh to ruin our witness so just you know like the first thing that happens is you know the disagreement with spouses and then because the kind of physical pain yours of course is much worse than mine but the kind of the nagging physical pain makes you lose your temper you know what i mean because you're just tired of being in pain and so it makes you short tempered. And so I feel like that's what the uh, one of the enemy's strategies. I could just keep poking you and poking you until you blow up and you, you ruin your witness either to one another or to the kids. You know, so not today, Satan. No. Nope. So what do you think about this part where it says that uh, divorce he will never mention for he has said, oh, I so hate beautiful. divorce. And although death serves them. Uh, severs. The or severs the marital bond here on earth between even the most loving mortals. Nothing can divide the bonds of this immortal marriage that it doesn't take much to cause a divorce these <laughs> days. Right? It just takes boredom. It just takes. Um, we've grown apart. We've grown apart. <laughs> uh, you know, um, you know, it, it's almost like people aren't willing to fight for the marriage anymore well and i think in this day and age you have to be fighting for something more because if it's purely your flesh there's always something different better especially i found uh for me before i came into christ it was also i'm so okay alone and nowadays there's so many other ways to to amuse yourself or to preoccupy yourself mm -hmm. uh that that's what happens too. So it's not necessarily you're going after somebody else. You're just like, I, you know, I can do this by myself. Yeah. I've done it for 40 years. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, it, and that's the most, you know, it's all of these things that is, so that's why when you're in a covenant of marriage in Christ, you consider it part of the covenant that you've given him. Like he says, I hate divorce and I will never divorce you. And that kind of unconditional love that, that he's describing here and he's saying, I want you to love your spouse, male or female, like I love you. Mm -hmm. So forget just church, replace it with you. 
I want you to love Andy like I love you. And so that takes the whole level of yep. responsibility somewhere completely different. It's no longer, well, if he does this, then I'm going to do that. If, well, and when he says this, I'm going to say that. It's like, oh, wait a minute. All the self-sacrifice, offer yourself as a living sacrifice, to pick up your cross and carry it, all the fruit of the spirit, all those things that you're trying to show strangers, basically, you know, whether it's a ministry or anything else, the face you show strangers, he's saying, no, I want more than that for the person you're in a covenant with. Because that relationship mirrors the relationship with me. That's awesome. It's so deep. Let's get to the scripture because we have six of them to go through. They're short. They're short, though. Second uh, Corinthians eleven two, which is mentioned in the devotional. For I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I have betrothed you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Paul speaking to the church. Galatians 5, 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Revelation 19, 19. Then the angel said to me, write this. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. Why do you think he had to add that? Uh... Just, yeah, I guess to remind us that it's God that's saying it, not him, not John. Hebrews 1.3, who being the brightness of his glory, talking about Christ, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Malachi 2.16, for the Lord God of Israel says that he hates divorce, for it covers one's garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. Therefore, take heed to your spirit that you do not deal treacherously. How many people divorce treacherously? Hmm. <laughs> right? A couple, Under the a most, couple of us. In the most <laughs> horrible of circumstances and continue to deal treacherously. Yes. Uh, Matthew, what time is it? Right? <laughs> 2230. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels of God in heaven. We do not become angels, but like angels. At first, I thought you meant 2230. That's what time it was. Because I said, What time is it? And you said 2230. <laughs> and no, it's, 20, it's 2056. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, I have a couple things I wanted to share. That I have something I want to share too. In these, I think it's been four days since our last devotional. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Monday and today's Friday. So I'm going to ask you, mm. where did you find God in these last four days? Where, where was he with you? Where did you spot him? Where did you feel him? Where did you feel his presence? Where I, did you see him? I prayed every morning before mm. I got out of bed. Um, and two of the days I came and prayed here in this room, in my prayer room. And, um, yeah, so it was, it's been in praying with him throughout the day. I prayed to him too, but it was, uh, praying for grace, for love, to feel his presence. Wow. I've been talking to God last <laughs> night and your name came up. 
<laughs> huh. Let's see. I, I, I think I got to do better in prayer. And, and I don't know. I, I that think, seems to be a theme. I know. <laughs> I think where I, where I saw him, obviously, for me, was him speaking to me through the message on Wednesday night at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills with the pastor. Oh, that pastor. was great, too. Uh, and his name is? Jason Duff. Jason Duff from Indio. He was hysterical. Uh, fantastic preacher. Just, he did an amazing job. He really did. He did a really good job. The Garden that. is the name of his ministry. Yeah. And... Um, I think his message was another, you know, listen. Nap and snacks, folks. Yeah. (laughs) He told the story of Elijah and how bold he was killing the uh, false prophets of Baal. And he was so, and he was victorious. He killed, I don't know, so many dozens of them. And then when Jezebel came and threatened him, he ran like a girl and hid in a cave. (laughs) And they said, what did God do? Did he chastise him? Did he yell at him? No. He looked at him and he said, Elijah, you need a nap. <laughs> and he put him to sleep. And after the nap, he says, now you need some snacks. <laughs> so he says, that was God's solution, nap and snacks. <laughs> he's like, it's so perfect. Yeah. That's, all we, that's all we need. And he's like, honey, I say, I just need some nap and snacks. It's biblical. <laughs> it's yeah, perfect. The best. It was hysterical. And then the other place I saw God and felt God's presence and, and heard him. Uh, is in our kids' uh, laughter uh, in these last couple of days. Aww. It's been so great uh, hearing all the kids in the house again uh, and laughing and the sweetness of uh, Zara and Kelly's relationship, you know, Aww, just uh, yes. and uh, her getting captain of the cheerleading squad um, and how the kids, you know, responded saying, yay, and everybody's happy yeah. for her. I mean, it's just that's exactly i think what we both want yes for our kids absolutely we want them to have a relationship and, and family and family, like family and to be happy for each other and to see them run up to each other and give each other hugs was um definitely another place that i saw god in these last four days awesome was, was i love pretty that amazing pretty spectacular let's get to kyle kyle's got a couple things for us He's yes i would love for you to make a reaction video not sure what that is do you know this, what a reaction video is yes Oh, is it so like it's while you're watching Sniper a video, Wolf? the camera's actually looking at you while you're watching. My daughter know. watches Sniper Wolf. She's oh. like the master reaction video person. We watch so, yeah. her so he fry eggs. Video. And- I have no idea. So don't click on this video and think that it's from me. Uh, it's from Kyle. We don't know what it is. And then he said he would love to see um, us make a reaction video of us watching that video. I can only imagine what it is. No idea. Uh, and then he says, we can take a pause for some private time between you two. <laughs> Not sure what that's in reference to. Because we love each other so much. Oh. And we were looking at each other with Gaga eyes. Googly eyes. Googly eyes. Yeah, that's, that's Not Lady Gaga eyes. No. Uh, and Kyle says, how do you both feel about others that believe in a Christian? In the Christian God, a different God or no gods? <laughs> Same <laughs> question. <laughs> we already answered that, Kyle. <laughs> yes. Uh and he's having a little typing problem there. I never know how to answer the third question. But no God? I, I don't understand that how was... they explain the creation of the universe. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. to each their own. As And as we've said before, if people haven't heard us say it in the past, we, um, we have a respect for anybody's belief. We believe wholeheartedly that ours is the truth and that um, 
no one shall come before God uh, without a bended knee to Christ and that he is the only way to heaven. No one comes to the Father except through him. But if people don't believe that, that's absolutely, it's a, it's a, it's a calling. No one can call Christ Lord without God's permission. So that's his choice, not ours. Awesome. So um, I'm going to call this a little bit short. My leg is throbbing right now. Like, <laughs> no idea. Um, but what I would like uh, for the viewers and listeners to do is to really think about that, this concept about, about God loving his church as he is a, as his bride and what they he talked about here, what um, uh, Charles Spurgeon said about that, that amount of love and that divorce is not even mentioned. It's not even, it's not even impossible. A, it's, it's just an impossible uh, impossibility. I uh, just think about that um, and really look into it and maybe look up and research it for yourself and read a little bit more yourself and read it out loud. Uh, I think it's such an important concept. Even now, she is the bride, the spouse of Jesus, dear to his heart, precious in his sight, engraved on the palms of his hands, and one with his person. Imagine, each and every one of us is that precious to him. We are so loved, so blessed to be loved that way. Yes. All right, what about you? Anything that you want to have our... Our peeps. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So to, good. To know what it means to be loved that way. And if you are married to consider loving your spouse that way with that same kind of selflessness and forgiveness and compassion. I mentioned this once to you. I don't know if I ever said it on camera, but I said, I just wish, and I pray this often that I could have a heart for you like I do for my child in the sense that you wake up every day and you forget anything that they did to you the day before that bothered you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, yeah. that sense of just this reservoir of forgiveness that you, the love, like you have no doubt that you will love them today forever and always, you know? Mm. And I just, I ask God for that, that kind of heart to just know that this is um, timeless, that, for the life of us on earth and that I want to be renewed every day that whatever happened in the past or even every hour that whatever happened is, is just mm -hmm. behind us. So that time, uh, it's been a while since I've done this, thankfully, but where I've like said something to them and then later had to go back and go, I should have said that. Do you, do you do that? I have. You have. Nice. <laughs> I do that to my daughter all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think last time we were, I was living in Brea. The last one I had to go back and say, "All right, I was actually was not for you. I, I was mad at somebody else, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I ended, up, I ended up taking it out on you. Yeah, and uh, I should not have, have said those things that I said, and, and in the way that I said them. I think it was more my tone uh, than it was about. I mean, I'm sure what I had to say was probably not that good either, but it was just the way I said it. Um, but yeah, it's important. But it's it is easier to do with your children than it is to your spouse, which makes no sense." Because you got to sleep in the same bed. Right. <laughs> and again, in God's brush economy. Our, brush our teeth in the same bathroom. And in God's economy, yeah. it is the relationship that mirrors your relationship with Christ. 
It's the one he expects the most. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness, love, and compassion, selflessness. Love them like right. you love me. And to think, God can hear every, every thought. Yes. He knows what's in our heart. Yes. And he still does not even consider divorcing us. Though he should at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Speak for yourself. Thank God God does not consider divorce. We're so lucky. Yes. All right. Anything else, my love? I'm That's so it. sorry. I got to. Well, we hit 30. Yes, we did. <laughs> we uh, would like to introduce you to the Edify app. Why don't we play that, oh, that yes. wonderful tune <laughs> Thank you. that you made? Here we go. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Sorry, folks. Andy just uh, had to go. We love you. God bless. And hopefully see you again tomorrow. Good night.